Welcome into another episode of the Inside the Eye Bowl podcast. Eric Evenson, uh, Director of Communications for the Independence Bowl. Your host, as always. Uh, a little bit of a different episode today. We uh, we have a big guest, David Cutcliffe, former Duke Blue Devils head coach, former Ole Miss Rebels head coach, four-time Independence Bowl champion. He is 4-0 and uh, in his coaching career at the Independence Bowl, so he'll join us here in a little bit. But first, I wanted to bring in... Rob Rubel, the chairman of the 2022 Independence Bowl, we had him on here at the beginning of the year, but just wanted to bring him on and uh, and, and get a quick update of uh, wh- how the year is going, how his chairmanship is going, and uh, the upcoming events we have with the Independence Bowl. So, Rob, I think you're our first recurring guest, uh, Independence Bowl chairman Rob Rubel. Uh, Welcome back. We had you a few months ago. Yeah, back on the podcast. Back on the podcast. Uh, just wanted to. I mean, you're you're halfway through your cha- uh, chairmanship now, or uh, about halfway yeah. through. Yeah, it's uh, you know football season's coming up, so uh, that last part's gonna go really fast. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, I know it's it's always like you're like okay, we got plenty of time, and then uh, it's about the time of media days, which is you know right right around this week and next week that I sit there. I'm like, oh man, football season's like a month away. You're gonna get uh, back from that trip. Gonna be yeah, just full throttle. Yeah, going a thousand miles an hour. Uh, so just wanted to uh, bring you on and talk to you about your first, uh, I guess, four or five months of your chairmanship and how it's going. And uh, so, what? Uh, I guess I'll just say, how's yeah. it going? And you know what what's going on right now? Uh, you want to talk well, about? I, first, I mean, as far as how's it going, um, I, I've enjoyed the heck out of it so far. Really, uh, there's been some challenges. Um, you know, I think when I was on the show last, we you know, we talked about certain uh, focuses for my chairmanship, if mm-hmm. you will. Those are some big words. Um, yeah, it's chairmanship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a word. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, it's um, so so focusing on personnel and staff as that 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 has been a, still a big focus these last four months or so. Uh, we've had some some staff spots we've had to fill. Yep. Uh, one that we're still trying to. So uh, anytime you step into a position like this, there's, you know, you come in with hopefully some excitement and some focus on what you want to do. And then right about the time that begins, certain challenges you didn't really see form and really distract you from that exciting (laughs) list of things. So it's like, but, but if you know that going into it, it's not as bad. Yeah. Like we knew this was going to happen. Okay. So uh, but that's been going pretty well. We have a personnel committee. I mean, from an organizational standpoint, I think we're moving in the directions I'd hoped, um, putting things in place that will make this uh, more sustainable, more successful organization in general. Yeah. Uh, specifically providing support and guidance for our staff Yeah. to just, you know, basically get to the point like this time of year where now they're ready to achieve all these different objectives related to the game and the events. Yeah. And really, I mean, so that's been a lot of work. Um, has it that's been not what um, people listen to a podcast to hear about? Yeah, but, no, uh, but it's the truth. You has know, it been more or less work than you anticipated? Because, you know, like, yeah. I think you never really understand fully. Like, I think you understand kind of what the chairman does during uh let's say bowl week or bowl season or really i guess football season but like for the most part i think so yeah Yeah, um especially that that 
I guess as Last a year, vice, as a yeah, as vice, a vice chair, chair yeah, you kind of you know, get the view. You're, of it. you're really trying to look in on that and see, this is what I'm going to be doing next year. Yeah, you, know, you watch that current chair and everything that he's got. Um, but even then, you're only going to see so much. Yeah, you're lucky to get I don't know 80, 90 percent. Yeah, in the end, you just have to know there's another 20 percent or more out there that is going to be involved. Yeah, you know. Um, and there is. I think overall the workload's been pretty good. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, to some extent you've got a leeway to kind of do stuff you want. Yeah. Uh, and then stuff comes your way and you juggle it. But for the most part, I would say so far it's been pretty good. I have a hunch. Are you sitting like, there thinking like, because you obviously have your you know, your own job and then this is, a, you know, volunteer-based chairmanship. Right. So are you sitting there all day and – Thinking about it, or is it just yeah, like, yeah. Or, or like, are you doing your job, and then There's it's like, oh man, like, you think about something with the independent. Some days quality. are like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some days are like that, and some days. Um, I think for I was lucky enough to have just enough time to kind of compartmentalize and organize the rest of my life, mm-hmm. uh, and then get commitments from my entire family. You know, because a lot of my time outside of work is focused on them. Yeah. So, you know, they know dad's going to be chairman. And then it was pushed back one year. So it was an extra year, really, (laughs) on that side of things to get organized more. Yeah. So I did my best to take advantage of that. And right now I'm in a nice spot where, uh, and luckily, I mean, God bless my wife. She's like, you know, the the bowl comes first this year with a lot of stuff. So I know that if something comes up, I got to be somewhere or I got to go out of town. Yeah. She knows, yeah, and and she's she's there being supportive. But that's still, I mean, when you have three kids, two dogs, I mean, that can still <laughs> that can still cause stress at times. But for the most part, it's really been great. It's been great to work with the people that that I get to work with, uh, yourself and Jen and Missy, uh, Anne, and then uh, our new girl Abriel, yep. who seems to be doing great. Yeah, she is. Um, so it's exciting to see all this sort of really get put together now that I'm chairman because yeah. I'm involved more in the discussions. Um, but aside from that, there's other stuff that we're looking at. You know, there's uh, one big obvious one is the conference realignment. Yep. Um, because whether it's now or further down the road, that certainly affects us yeah. in the bowl world. Um, so we're trying to keep, you know, keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on there. Yeah. The most Not, not a ton, you know, well, yeah, just to, just you know the big we can news do with, right now in terms yeah. of you know you just kind of have to monitor yeah, I mean, and our agreements are yeah. for six years yeah. that have run through twenty five yeah and that's what we're working with right now, including our agreement for two more years to have BYU in our game. So I mean, they've made certain announcements that you know as early as maybe next year they'll be playing in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. We just have to see how things shake out and then rely on our ability to do what we do best. You know work those relationships we have, make new ones where we need to, if we yep. need to, and make sure that whatever whatever we see as needing to be some sort of a plan B is is ready and waiting should it be necessary. Yeah. Right now it hasn't, so, I mean, you know, it's just... It's College probably football more, is like the weather. It changes every yeah, five minutes. Yeah, and it's more the stress of the unknown yeah. than anything. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's the part that's, like, you spend years juggling stuff that gets thrown your way so quick, and then you realize, like, 
I really stress about the stuff I don't know is coming. Oh yeah, and, and you become like, like a lunatic and paranoid about stuff that. And just when you never think happens. it's you know the, the world of college football, just when you think there's you know some uh, some sense of stability, not you know with us, but just you know in terms well, of with college us football, particularly, but that, yeah, that affects like, us. Um, you know, something just you know, it just something yeah. comes out of nowhere, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, and that's <laughs> gotta does, adjust I, now. <laughs> I put that in that same compartment as I described earlier about you know you're excited about on one hand moving the organization on a more stable platform and then boom conference realignment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well this platform's going to have to just <laughs> yeah. stick for this week and let's talk about this. Yeah. And then that turns into, you know, another headache. So, I mean, but all in all, it's just it's the world we live in. Yeah. I mean, and everybody's going to deal with it. Yeah. Every bowl game's going to be affected by it. Every I mean, all these conferences are affected by it and the teams within them. So, you know, it's again, like you said, we kind of at a point where now we got to wait to see just, you know, which trees shake, which leaves loose. Yeah. And rake them when we need to. Yep. Uh, anything surprised you so far? I asked you this, I think, a month into your chairmanship, and I don't think there was much. Uh, it's a lot so, since then. So, yeah, now the we're. The conference uh, realignment yeah. for one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, I'll be honest, I'm. I'm pleasantly surprised at how much I've enjoyed it, mm -hmm. um, which leads me to another point I wanted to mention. So um, I, I do get this feeling like, wow, oh, I love doing this. I could see why some people push like maybe a two-year chairmanship, and I'm not I'm not pushing that at any means. Yeah. Um, I do have a feeling that uh, starting like next month and then finishing once like the game ends. There's gonna be a point where I'm probably gonna be like, All right, okay, I'm, tired. I'm glad this is yeah. a one-year chairmanship. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> I do feel like it's done, but I think I could see, and I've I've seen this with some of our past chairmen, um, you know, a need or a desire to get back into things with it as a past chairman, which yeah. I take as a really good sign. It's yeah. a strength, really, for our organization, and I've had some of them have graciously sort of offered their. Um, services, you know, hey, if we want to go to lunch uh, and kind of talk about, you know, being chairman. And so I've made it a point when when guys have or gals have offered that to make note of it and make a point to take them up on it. So yeah. I'm going to start doing a little bit of that. And I don't know, I, I, I have a hunch if there's enough interest, maybe there's something there to parlay forward and get a group you know, of past chairman involved in a little more yeah. on a specific level. I don't know if where that where that could be. Yeah. But I'm gonna explore it because um, you've got knowledge and tutelage there that's yeah. extremely valuable. Yeah. It's past experience, and I don't know if it gets any more valuable than that. And what I'm learning is that while maybe uh, you know uh, Trey's year 2018 was heavy into negotiating for this six-year deal with the conferences and independents that we have right now. Yeah. Right now, my year seems to be a little heavy with conference realignment. Are they the same? No. Yeah. But his take and his experience offers insights to me that are extremely valuable. Yep. So there's a lot of that out there. You know, I've said it before. I kind of stand on the shoulders of the guys who've come before me, and I mean that because they've, they've all toiled and worked – for a year or more 
on specific things that we're now benefiting from. Yeah. And I want that to be a part of what I leave. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, the, uh, the, the, maybe exploring something with past chairmen and chairwomen. Is it chairwoman? Mm-hmm. In that yeah. Case? yeah. It's a vocabulary lesson for me yep. too. So it's, that, that's yeah, yeah. a pleasant surprise. Um, and then aside from that, uh, what else? We had um, Army West Point came in for a site visit. Yep. Uh, I really like the idea of us getting at least one of those potentially out of the way. Yep. Uh, instead of, you know, it's one less thing to cram in during bowl during season. Bowl yeah. um, and so it was, but with that, it was still two really busy days of bouncing around and yeah. and discussions. And, you know, they... Uh, it's kind of a new relationship for us to some extent. Not really, but somewhat new. They played in our game in 96. 96, it? yep. It was a, a barn burner, right? Uh, uh, Auburn wins it by yeah, two Auburn, points. Yeah, Auburn won it by, yeah, and uh, I think Army missed a field goal right at the end. And, and the guy that to was, win. Their, their kicker was like Mr. Automatic, yeah. the most unlikely in all of college yeah. football if you, if to you, miss If that you ever want to talk about... A guy that knows all about it is Art. Art, yeah. Art knows all that's about it. That's who I've heard. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. how I know because yeah. he talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Point. So um, I'm really excited about them being in our game this year. They still got to be bowl eligible, but um, they've been good Yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love what I read about Coach Munkin, um, that program, and, and just what those student athletes commit to beyond football makes it just all that more special. Yeah. You know, these are guys that are going to be protecting our freedom when they're done playing football. Yeah. To me, that's like, it's awesome. That's as big as it gets. Yeah. And so uh, it was cool to be around a couple, you know, it was their deputy AD and uh, director of football operations who came in to scope everything out. And they were thorough, like you would expect Army West Point people to be, right? Uh, but they were super genuine, really nice. So I'm excited for that. Uh, and, and you know, looking at the American Conference, uh, there's probably going to be a, at least a handful of really good teams. Yeah. Hopefully some of which we'll have a pick, up, pick from. That, yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's been a great conference. Yeah. There's and some regionality there for us. Yeah, some regionality. Um, some, and but some then also good some, football. I yeah, mean, just, some good football. And then also some, you know, some, some national brands well, from yeah. – you know, I mean, they sent the, the regional, first non-power you know, five the regional to the playoffs, right? But then also the, you know, the national from elsewhere. There's a lot of national brands that yeah. people watch a lot of those games. You know, yep. UCF, Cincinnati, Memphis, Houston, uh, SMU has turned into a really good program. Uh, so it, there's a lot of really good football in that conference, and yeah. uh, I think we're we're excited about. Yeah, I, I know I am. I mean, this. this I guess this maybe it's normal. This is about for me. I'm now getting really excited about talking matchup football. Oh, yeah. Who are we going to go watch? my favorite part of the year. Yeah, I mean, so, I, you know, I, I'm loving getting to experience that as chairman. Um, and I love what I'm going to potentially experience here yep. in the next few months. Um, so, I don't know. It uh, Some good events coming up. Yep. Yep. We've got, uh, well, we talked about the Kim Mulkey, the kickoff dinner. What else do we have? Uh, uh, we have the fish fry. The member of. Member, member fish, fish fry. fry. That's yep. actually before. Yeah, that's 30th. Saturday, August twenty seventh. Yep. Uh, out at uh, American Legion Post fourteen on Cross Lake. So, uh, members, active members, get an invite with a guest. Uh, Johnny's catfish will be out there frying catfish, chicken fingers, fries, 
uh, Hush Puppies. Yeah. Just a. Uh, I'm full. Yeah. Already. Oh yeah, and that's week zero too, so it kind of gets you set Perfect, for yeah. uh, for football. Yeah, that's a good time to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. I, I just anybody that's a foundation member listening right now, I encourage you to come out. We can talk Independence Bowl all you want. I'll be there and be available. Um, and for that matter, I'm there and available anytime. Um, it's uh, Frank did a great job pushing the growth of the foundation specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of it, I think I'm inheriting a slightly bigger uh, group because yeah. of it. And so I want to keep that and I want to keep that growing. It's the lifeblood of your organization is yeah. new members, you know. So um, bring a guest. I'm probably going to bring one or a dog or something. Um, we can get the dog to join the foundation, or just or just come on your own and maybe, that and was, we'll maybe talk. we should do that. Maybe we should have like a you know we have all the different levels. Maybe we should have a dog level. Yeah, yeah. you could be like Golden Lab, yeah. sponsor level seven. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. There's a lot of dog lovers out yeah. there. It could be. Uh, but then you mentioned the uh, the kickoff dinner with Kim Mulkey. We talked a little bit off air about it, but uh, that's really exciting. She's uh, a huge, yeah, it, huge name in North Louisiana and all throughout Louisiana. Being born, uh, you know, grew up in South Louisiana and then uh, played her college ball at Tech, won a couple national championships. Uh, and then you know, four more as an assistant and uh, yeah. coach. Yep. That's amazing. And now Six. back in Louisiana yeah. at, uh, at LSU. She a gold medal, Olympic yep. gold medal somewhere in there. So, uh, Naismith College Basketball Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, First non-football speaker for that event, but it's just such a huge. Uh, I think you said it best. Individual she in this, sport. yeah, and, 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 and she does. Yeah, in and, this area especially. We're looking forward to packing the house again. Yeah, and you, you've heard her speak uh, a little before, bit. Yeah, and, she, had, uh, she got inducted into the uh, Arklatex Sports Museum of Champions. I yep. think that's the name. Uh, I should know that because I was on the board of directors for several years of that, and. Uh, Pretty cool experience. I got to meet a guy that was, uh, he played for the Chicago Bears before they were the Chicago Bears. <laughs> they were the Chicago Cardinals, Yeah, I think. And just the stories behind what life was like then. Yeah. And to be a pro football player. Uh, he also played in the, the greatest game ever played, the the whatever, the NFL championship before it was the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it I'm going to get the specifics wrong. His name's Leo, uh, and he's in there on Wikipedia's recap of it as having been one of the 200 guys that got injured in the game. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he, he broke something or whatever. But and, and when you meet this guy, you're like, this guy's something like he got hurt in the greatest football game yeah. ever played. Just going to shake <laughs> his hand, you know, at, at, at 85 or whatever yeah. it was. But, um, yeah, so we inducted uh, Kim Mulkey into that, and she accepted, and uh, our best turnout I think ever yeah. for that event for us, same room convention center. Yeah. Um, and she spoke, it was great. She just, I'm really looking forward to the fact that she's going to be the keynote speaker for this event. Yep. We just heard a little snapshot of it at that event. So yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to hear what she's got to say. She'll be a great speaker. She, I yeah. mean, she's obviously, uh, such a, a huge – I mean, she's one of the biggest names, not just in college basketball, but in college athletics. And yeah. uh, it's a great story and, uh, you know, a lot of ties here. So yeah. um, it'll be great to have a you Just know, a look local at what star. the Baylor program did from the day she took yeah. over. Look up their records and look up what they did. They, they, um, 
I fr- I, I'm going to forget what year it is now, but they were 40-0 and one year. Yeah. Like, won every game and the championship. Yeah. I mean, literally the perfect season. Yeah. 2012, maybe? It was 15, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. My phone's on the desk, so. Uh, <laughs> my phone's in my office. So either I way. I can't yeah, they, do research. Um, so I, I'm excited for that. That's going to be another great event. And then following up in September. I just, by the way, tickets are on sale our, point, uh, on our website, yeah. independencebowl.org, Radiance Technologies, independencebowl.com, either one. Uh, go to the shop page, uh, or you can go to uh, fan events. And uh, and we also have a link right on the front page for uh, for tickets. So fifty dollars for tickets, you can get a table, uh, buy a whole table for four hundred bucks. So uh, it'll be a great event, and uh, you know obviously that comes with dinner uh, and uh, at the convention center. So uh, fifty bucks, four hundred dollars for a table. Doors open at six. Uh, dinner will be served at six fifteen, and then uh, program will start around seven. So Probably the best fifty bucks you'll spend all year. Yeah. No, Tuesday, Tuesday, August thirtieth. I don't know if we mentioned the date there. Tuesday, Should've, August thirtieth, yeah. six p.m. So doors open. Uh, it'll be right before, obviously, the uh, week one. So kickoff dinner, kicking off football season is gonna be a fun event. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm already excited. So by the time we have the kickoff lunch, it's gonna be total kickoff excitement. Oh for yeah, sure. Uh, and so September. Um, what do we got going on in September? Trying to remember now, but um, it's basically where we're just, just think, getting into yeah, full we're just into football season planning there. mode, and yeah. we're going to start. You know, we kind of uh, front loaded all our events in the spring and summer this yeah, year. Yeah, most of them and, uh, we've had. You know, and you know, getting just getting ready for football season and uh, getting ready for those bowl week events, and uh, we'll have we'll have those coming out. It's going to be a really great year for obviously a great date with uh, Friday, December twenty third. Uh, really excited about. Uh, we've been talking about the pla- uh, planning of Fan Fest before the game this year. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, great, uh, great night of Bull Week event or of uh, um, public free public events. events. Yeah, the, the, uh, the night before the game, and then also big game show as usual. Uh, so it's going to be a really, really great week of events. We're excited about it. Omar Bradley Award. I'm psyched to get involved yep. with how all that's going to go down. Yeah. That's something that only as a chairman do you really get to be a part of unless you're on that particular on that committee. committee. Yeah. So uh, that's one of my favorite parts of the Independence Bowl. Yeah. That, I mean, the true spirit of independence and recognizing that indomitable American spirit that's still out there. Yeah. I mean, watch the news. I know you might have your doubts, but it's still out there. And yep. it's, uh, it's showcased in that Omar Bradley Award. So I'm excited to see who we're going to look at and get this year. Yeah. Uh, every year that one is, uh, that's always a great one. Yeah. So um, that should start, uh, I think, pretty soon from what I can tell. And um, a lot of the stuff from here on out will be committee work. So foundation yeah. members, uh, I don't know if it's on the website or not, but I know when you join uh, the foundation, you'll get a mailer yeah. that basically has a little questionnaire that, uh, I don't know, a lot of people, they might not fill it out. I would encourage you, if you see it, you still look at your mail. <laughs> if you see it, grab I it. I got mine for the first time Fill it out weeks if you're interested in yesterday. getting involved. Yeah. You know, um, because I got to tell you, uh, I did that the first one I got, and that's essentially why I'm here yeah. right now. And uh, there are plenty of ways to get involved. I guarantee if you're looking to do something, get involved with your community. This is absolutely yeah. It's a fun uh, way to, you know. You're going to get more out of it know, than I think you, 
Yeah, and imagine. you know, it's obviously great for our organization to have everyone involved in our events and you know, uh, hospitality, game management, all those things putting together the Independence yeah. Bowl, but also, you know, so many of those uh, those committees or, you know, the volunteers we have, they help with our events of giving back to the community, you know, and nonprofit visits, impact clinic, wise, charity fight football tournament. Us. Yeah. Yeah. This is not, you know, so it's not just we're giving not a back to our organization, but it's giving back to yeah. the local community as and, well. So and, and this game is a big deal to us. And we have to have those strong partnerships with volunteers. Yeah. Because it's a huge part of what makes it happen. Yeah. And so already your involvement as a volunteer is more meaningful. Yeah. Than any other bowl game you would ever get involved with. Yeah. And that's the truth. I'm I'm yeah. I'm telling you that as as I'm sitting here and breathing today that that's I believe that 100%. Yeah. And so uh, we just want to take pride in that and celebrate yeah. that. And the you know, best way to do it is go out and work your butt off at an event, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Rob, uh, unless you have anything else to add, I uh, appreciate you coming on and talking about everything that's going on with the chairmanship, with the bowl. Uh, it's been a great first few months here, and uh, we're excited to get football season underway, get bowl season underway, and uh, have, a, have a great second half of this year. So thanks for joining me, and uh, we will now kick it to our interview. We have uh, former Ole Miss and Duke uh, head coach David Cutcliffe going to join us. Uh, coach That's the Independence amazing. Bowl yeah, four, uh, four times. I undefeated. just heard him talk on a podcast uh, yesterday. Okay. Because he's at SCC yeah. Media Days, yeah, and you know I've I've heard him once or twice before, and I mean he comes yeah. with, I mean to say a reputation precedes him with at the Independence Bowl would be an understatement. Yeah, and he was amazing. So yeah. That's a great interview. I'm excited to listen to that. Yeah, so uh, we're we're gonna have him join us. So we'll kick it there. Rob, thanks again for joining us, and uh, here's David Cutcliffe. <laughs> so joining us now on the Inside the Eyeball podcast, a very important figure in Independence Bowl history, head coach of the uh, Duke Blue Devils, or former head coach of the Blue D- Duke Blue Devils, and former head coach of the Ole Miss Rebels, a four-time Independence Bowl champion, as well as multiple-time uh, ACC Coach of the Year, and SEC Head Coach of the Year, National Head Coach of the Year. It's David Cutcliffe. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Eric, I am always excited when it's about the eyeball you know, I think if I could schedule every game I ever coached in Shreveport, I'm probably going to win them all. Yeah, well, uh, you, you have won every game in Shreveport, so uh, maybe maybe we should uh, get you back here for, uh, you know, full seasons. Yeah, I tell you, it would be nice to find out. I think what it is, though, to be honest with you, is all the great people associated with the Independence Bowl um, they, they did a great job of entertaining us, but letting us focus on trying to win a football game. And just generally good, solid people. Uh, some of my finest uh, people that I've – some of the finest people I've met along the way of 40 years of college football. We love to hear that, Coach. We love to hear that. Uh, and, and I usually start out these interviews with the coaches and players that have uh, that have played in or played in or coached the Independence Bowl and ask them, you know, what was your Independence Bowl experience like? But we got to ask you about some of the more specific games since you've been here four times. Uh, so, you know, I want to start in 1998 against Texas Tech. Your actual first game as a collegiate head coach as taking over Ole Miss after that or uh, at the end of that 1998 season. That's something you don't see anymore is uh, coaches – 
jumping right in and coaching the the bowl game. What was that experience like coaching a brand new team in that game? The most unique game that I ever coached without fail. We were um, in the the midst of um, winning a, a, a national championship at Tennessee, which we did. And um, we, I came off the field in Nashville and, and got a call um, from the Ole Miss people wanting me to not necessarily even just talk to them about the job, but take the job, uh, which was unique. And I did. And then when I went down for the interview, the, the transition had been unique. The coaches just kind of left without having a meeting with the players. And I'll never forget, you know, the press conference and all the players who were in there to to just be there and to meet me. And then I had a, a team meeting before we left. And it was the most unique group. Um, you could tell they were they were in need of somebody that, that cared, so to speak. You know, it was a tough time for them. And then the director of athletics at Ole Miss said, well, Listen, we, we can accept a bowl bid, but, you know, we, we need you to coach in it. Well, the complication was we had one game left at Tennessee, and uh, that was going to be the national championship game. But I made the right decision. I knew the Tennessee team was fine. The Tennessee staff was fine. I helped them a bit in preparation, but I didn't go to that game. I came to Shreveport for my first ever game just because I'm standing in that room realizing that's the right thing to do. And I've always been taught to do the right things. Um, and so the memories are so vivid, um, a heck of a game. Um, they tried to come back and kick an onside kick and we sealed it away with Deuce McAllister an extremely talented, uh, player that scooped up the onside kick, and ran it back for a touchdown. <laughs> So, um, first game, uh, had a ride off the shoulders of some great players, and uh, there were only five seniors, I think, on that team. Wow. And uh, what a special moment for them. Uh, one of them being Matt Luke, who later served as the head coach at, at Ole Miss and is a well-known coach, was on our staff. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great experience. I don't know that anybody else could have a better start to their career as a head coach than what I was able to do there and share it with the folks in Shreveport. And uh, you, you mentioned how it was the most unique experience you've had. You had another unique experience in 1999, the last uh, last college football game ever played in that millennium, and the you know the whole Y2K scare. I know there's some them, some stories out there that I've heard. Uh, what are your favorite memories from that night here in Shreveport? Yeah, you know we had a we we finished right there. You know we had Oklahoma beat. And that fine Oklahoma team made a comeback and got ahead of us 25-24. And the same Deuce McAllister, they kicked it deep to it. I, I think I was just very thankful that they made that decision. <laughs> he ran it back and got it all the way back into field goal range. I let the clock run down to three seconds. And we had a kicker that had transferred in after spring practice because I just felt like we had to have one. And – um he was a young man I knew, knew his family. 
three seconds left, and I'll never forget my son was under the goalpost, who was in the, I think, the sixth or seventh grade at the time. And, um, boy, he kicked it. Les Binkley kicked it right through, and we got that football. So that football is the last points ever scored in the last millennium. Uh, the right team won 27 <laughs> to 25. And I remind one of our SEC head coaches, Josh Heupel, who's at Tennessee now, um, I remind him of that game occasionally because he was Oklahoma's quarterback. But all they did was go on to win every game of the next season and end up the national champions. So it was a heck of a football game for you want to get on YouTube and watch it, you're going to see two good football teams in a heck of a game. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned Josh Heupel. He held uh, Independence Bowl records uh, for a long time in, in terms of passing until another one of your quarterbacks came in here in 2018, Daniel Jones. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, and promote to our local fans, You know, even if your favorite team's not in the bowl game, there's a lot of great players that come through Shreveport uh, and play in these games and have really memorable performances. Daniel Jones had one, and as well as Eli Manning in 2002. Uh, talk a little bit about those two guys and just uh, how memorable those performances were to uh, you know to finish off great seasons, and then in, in Daniel's uh, case, finish off a great career. Well, let me put an exclamation point on. Uh you know, fans, local fans, you know, we've had some military, quite a few military come from out from the base, but it's really the the selection committee's done a great job. They do a great job promoting the game. Folks, you're going to see some great football players. I certainly know that we've been a part of bringing some. You mentioned Eli Manning and Daniel Jones. That's back-to-back quarterbacks of the New York Giants. Yep. Don't miss a chance to see these types of talent play in person in Shreveport. I mean, it's you got good high school football around there. You got good college football there. But folks, right there in Shreveport, right in that great stadium, uh, it's there's been some amazing uh, and entertaining players and games. But Eli, you know, at the stage he was uh, really important game. For him, you know, another big-time opponent in Nebraska, um, well, we played good. Uh, they were a nine-win football team. And, um, you know, we, we really played maybe as good as we played all year long. And I thought we had a heck of a football team. But what a matchup. You know, you we, we go against the, the Big 12 at the time, us, Texas Tech, us, Oklahoma, us, Nebraska doesn't get much better than that. And I thought it propelled Eli on into special things. We ended up in the Cotton Bowl his senior year, um, and he had another great bowl game. But, yeah, I, you know, you just didn't get any better that. And then Daniel Jones um, in the, the walk-on Independence Bowl, uh, wow. Um, he was on fire. And um, – there was no way we were going to lose the level of execution. What I remember from that Duke offense that day was close to perfection. Um, I, I really felt like Temple may have felt like they were on the wrong field with the wrong team. And um, it, it, our team played at, at an extremely high level. Um, it, it had to have been, and we had a good crowd, but it had to have been one of the more entertaining games to watch an offense 
uh, perform at that level against a defense that had, had a great year. So, you know, the football memories, uh, the, the Christmas light memories, the working, the service work that we've been able to do there, the casino, the being hypnotized. I don't know if you still bring a hypnotist in. We don't do that anymore, weird. but I've heard the well, stories. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's one of the more unique things I've ever seen. And we had one player, we had to snap him out of it on the bus on the way back. Um, <laughs> He was giving away million-dollar bills. I don't know how where he was coming up with them, but it was uh, funny to say the least. And um, the memories are very vivid. And I want to say this to college football fans, and well, the, the playoffs are a great thing. And you know, whether they extend, expand or not and whatever occurs, uh, the college football bowl game, the memories created for players, for families, for fans, for coaches, for coaches' families, it's pretty amazing. And it is, without question, a one of the greatest rewards that you can get as a college football player. And even if you go to 12-team playoffs, that's a minuscule percentage and representation of all the guys who play college football as is name, image, and likeness. Um, love this game and the players of this game for what the value really is. And what a way to celebrate community, your, your, your own community who's hosting two teams, two football communities, family communities, parents. Often for seniors, those parents, that's their last memory of their child ever playing football. So I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of all bowl games and even a huger uh, advocate for the team that is in uh, Shreveport, the fans, the community, but Missy and all of you all involved directly with the Independence Bowl, I could not be more thankful. Well, Coach, you stole the words uh, right out of my mouth. I, I was going to, you know, you, you've, you've been a part of 28 bowl games in your career, and I was going to, Ask uh, ask what bowl season means to you, and you know the future of bowls. But you you answered that perfectly without me, me even needing to ask it about the future, um, and just hoping that uh, the bowl system has uh, has a part in the next uh, next part of, uh, of of this future of college football with the the expanding playoff and uh, and, and so on nil uh, transfer portal and everything like that. Yeah, it's um, it, it's it's a necessity that the fans get behind all of this. There's no simple or easy answers to change ever, any change. Uh, but when you are collective about it, taking all of the people, including the fans, uh, the, the families, the players, the coaches, you know, it may never be, quote, the same again, but it doesn't have to be the way it is or the way people think it is. And uh, let's let's fight to celebrate this this great game, the bowl games, the people that uh, that involves is a much greater number than that minuscule number of just a few select players and teams. Absolutely. Uh, well, Coach, one last question before we get you out of here. Uh, you recently uh, took a role with the SEC at the, in the conference office. Uh, what are you doing, and how are you enjoying it so far? Well, I've enjoyed it. I'm, I'm trying to 
to give a coach's perspective to many of these problems. I'm working with our coaches directly, but I'm also working with our administrative team and legislative teams as we start taking a scalpel to, you know, what college football is going to be. And, um, you know, we make hopefully we make good and minuscule cuts, not just go crazy. One of, one of the things I've seen in my career is what happens when the law of unintended consequences occur, meaning people legislatively make decisions that have never had boots on the ground. And all of a sudden you go, oops, didn't see this coming. Well, I should be able to help in that world. And so I'm passionate about helping young people. And I do believe in my role that I can make a difference for players around the country. And that may not be all making or giving or doing. It's it's maintaining the value system. It's maintaining the team system, the teammate system, uh, all the pure goodness that comes out of being a college football player and then certainly um, support our coaches and our fans and what better place to do it than the Southeastern Conference. Well, Coach, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed uh, talking to you and uh, you're such an important proponent of the bowl system, but then also uh, an pr- important proponent of the Independence Bowl. And we really enjoy any time we get to see you in Shreveport or see you out and, out and about at uh, different conferences. So thank you so much for coming on and uh, hope to talk to you again sometime in the future. I absolutely will do it. And I want to thank everyone for the memories, as they say in an old song. Thanks for the memories. Take care. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of the Inside the Eyeball podcast. Thank you guys once again for tuning in. Thank you to Coach Cutcliffe for coming on. A great talk with him. Always good to uh, to catch up with Coach Cutcliffe and just talk about the bowl system, the Independence Bowl. Uh, he's such a great champion for our sport and also the bowl system and the Independence Bowl, so always good to hear from him. Uh, also good to talk to Rob, get an update on what's going on with the Independence Bowl and his chairmanship year and uh, just see how everything's going for him. So uh, once again, thank you guys for tuning in so much. We appreciate it. Continue to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and uh, continue to share on social media. Spread the word, spread the message. Continue to tell people to tune in. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time.